What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. The Fatherhood Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. All right, we're back at it. Okay, what up? What up, man? It's just me and you today. Yep, hit squad. Manny Digital is uh is doing digital things out there. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's working. He's being his namesake. He's he's doing the things that we talk about that get in the way of some things. Mm-hmm. Basically. Uh, but it's a positive thing. He's uh yeah, he's out moving he's around, around, moving he's around, earning for the family. Exactly. What's going what? on with you, man? Oh man, just trying to navigate. Just waiting for the uh, waiting for the hammer to drop on all these uh, school mandates. Mm. It's getting crazy, man. It um, is. It I is. mean. I mean, uh, this doesn't have necessarily to do with. The, I mean, I, I think everything has to do with the family, but it, it, I just feel like all this overwhelming information of 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 like real information, and then you have just so many opinions and just and and, and the you know the, the the political spectrums and the and the ideologies, and it's just man, it's just it's getting annoying, man. Well, the problem is, is that for one, for whatever you read or someone gives you uh you know a factor or their opinion or i mean you can find any type of differing opinion that will right you know someone will say well this top scientist says this and then you can go somewhere else and like well this other group of top scientists <laughs> says this and so it's like all right well who do you really believe in any of this stuff the, i don't know if this happens to you but when i start to think about the 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 downhill trajectory i think that humans have taken with all this like social media and overwhelming information and and all this tribal way of being which obviously throughout history people have been tribal that's where you get the word from you know what i'm saying like legit tribes and stuff but i think it's different now where you can you know share all these different ideas and informations and in in the ease that we have now and cause all this division does it ever give you anxiety man like for your kids you know for, well, for your son i mean me for my kids and obviously man for his kids yeah definitely i mean i just know the time is gonna he's already the time is gonna come where and i hope it doesn't turn into a battle but it's gonna be like he's gonna get to that age where all his friends are on social media or they're using something, you know, whatever that is at that point. Um, and then it's going to be the whole question of, well, how come I can't, or I'm going to, I'm going to feel left out. I mean, that's even happened in the past. Like, you know, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty strict in terms of like video games and stuff like that. Um, he's allowed to play a little bit of Roblox with some of his friends, but specific games, um, that Vans world came out and it's pretty, that's pretty dope. Yeah. I don't know if you, yeah. Um, there's a sidebar, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but even, but even then, like I remember last year, 
um, I forget the name of uh, the game that some of his friends were playing. I think it was called Among Us. It's not that it was like super violent, but the, still the whole, it, it's kind of like a new version of Clue, mm-hmm. but it's still the whole idea of like, all right, someone just killed someone. Now we got to find who all the right. killer is. And so even just the, at that young of age, just the idea of, all right, they're going to spend their time talking about who killed such and such. Like, I don't really know if I, you know, I want his brain sucked into that right now. So we were like, no, you know, that's not something that that you're going to play or that we're going to play in this house, you know? So his friends were playing it. And then there would be times where he would come home and say, just kind of be in a bad mood because he feels left out because all his friends were talking about it, but he couldn't really chime in on it. And, and so it's one of those things where we just had to tell him like, look, there's going to be, this is probably don't want to hear it, but this is a way to help build character in a sense, because there's going to be there's going to be things that you're not going to be able to do that your friends are going to do. And that's just not going to for, as a family, we're not going to partake in certain things. And so you're just going to have to get used to um, doing something else or finding something else to talk about, or just understand you're not going to be taking part in every single thing that your friends do. Do you, do you ever second guess these rules that you're putting in place? Not really like I'm, I'm, it's too strict or it's too lenient or no. I mean, I, I mean, I think we're, I think we're flexible enough in that we can, uh, like we can, we can be, we can have flexibility. We're not totally rigid in our way of thought. Right. right. I mean, if a situation presents itself, and we suss it out and we feel like, okay, maybe we can make an exception here. Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't really second guess it too much. Um, I feel like I do a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Go, sorry. Were you finished what you were going to say? I just think that, but I don't know if we're right all the time. <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, that would be second guessing a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Like, for example, like you said, the whole thing about you don't want him to be playing a game that's talking about, you know, a murder or whatever. Yeah. Him as a as as a little boy, he doesn't he doesn't ever like like uh, play like, you know, you know, I don't know, like, oh, I kill him or like a fighting game or a shooting game or he's never done any of that as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. He has. Yeah, he has but not to the point that where like some of his other friends might um, like he's aware of killing and death and what all that. And, and, and again, it's like, I mean, maybe we're contradicting ourselves, but like we'll on, on Roblox, we'll let him play um, if, if it's more of a, uh, like a, a fighting game, but not necessarily they have guns. And I mean, maybe it's, maybe we're just being total, totally contradicting ourselves but it's also it just feels a little less violent you know what i mean like when he when he plays <laughs> so, he doesn't you guys don't ever say like ah you killed me or oh i killed you like that's not that's not the type of language ever used not really i mean he said it like we've we've shut him down like when he's on with his friends on right. roblox for example like if they if if they're playing some fantasy game and obviously someone's getting blasted by some 
<laughs> you know, right. some some magical ray or something like that. Essentially, they're dying, right? Uh, in in the game, um, and we've heard them go back for like, oh, I just killed you, you know, and, and then we'll take them aside and say, look, whatever the case may be, use the word destroy instead or something like that. We're not going to go in like you got to understand what the like what killing really means because I think that some of this stuff can be so desensitizing, especially for young kids that they don't necessarily understand the severity of what killing really means. Right. And you don't think the word destroy could equal the same? Yeah. Have the same meaning again. You know, I could be totally contradicting myself in all this. It just makes me feel a little bit better. Just going with your gut. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, I'm just, I'm just playing devil's advocate. No, no, for sure. I'm I'm trying to figure it out because I know that like I have two trains of thought. Like one train of thought is and and I and I have these trains of thought by example of people that I know that have had kids that I've seen the different results. Yeah. And I have friends that are just totally like a free for all. Like they don't censor themselves, they don't censor things around their kids. They kind of let their kids for the most part, you know, hear and see things. Yeah. That most parents wouldn't let certain age groups hear and see. And their whole thing is, I'm not going to hide things from my kid. I'm going to try to tell them what's appropriate. And that maybe if they hear or see something at home, it's not appropriate to, to like talk about it or see it or try to, you know, seek it out outside of home or words that I might let them, they might hear and they might even repeat. I'm going to tell them they, they shouldn't repeat that yeah. outside the home. And for the most part, those people, with those, you know, that raise their kids that way, I've seen their kids at least up to now seem like really good, solid individuals, yeah. you know, kids. And then I've had friends who have been super strict with their kids. And then I've seen those kids kind of like more times than not, you know, get to a point where they wild out. Yeah. And yeah. so, so I lean towards the, like trying, wanting to be a little bit more open um, because I've seen, you know, those, those two different roads. Yeah. I think we lean more towards the exposing, um, and he's aware of a bunch of stuff and, right. and, and his prop, you know, and, but I think, but then we draw the line with the partaking in it. It's like, Hey, right. here's, here's what it is. Let's talk about it. Let's explain it. But you know, you're too young to partake in some of this stuff right now. I think that's where we try to find a balance with it like i talking about this stuff like halloween for example um like i love the the holiday of halloween yeah so does my son i think it's a fun holiday it, it, as a kid it always reminded me of the beginning of all the holidays leading up to right the grand of them all the, yeah. the christmas with the presents right and i never really was into like scary stuff i didn't like the scare of halloween i just but i did like to feel like a little like, ooh, it's spooky, but more on the fun side of it. And my daughter seems to like it, too. So, but sometimes I'll, you know, they're on YouTube Kids, which she watches a lot. Um, there's a lot of, like, Halloween things, you know, that are catered to her age. And sometimes I'll look at them and, like, the zombie or the skeleton. And I'm like, that's a little, I don't know, that's a little bit crazy. But she doesn't seem to be scared of it. It doesn't scare her. You know, sometimes I worry, like, is she going to have a nightmare from seeing this 
cartoon that to me is yeah. a little maybe a little bit too uh gory and uh but she doesn't seem to have any issue with it and then like i'll, I'll want to put like scooby-doo and my girl thinks that that's a little bit too you know uh i don't know maybe too uh advanced right and scary but i think scooby-doo is probably tamer than some of these youtube kid things right probably i don't know what are your thoughts on like halloween and and, and that yeah my i mean my son is into halloween um but on the same kind of note as you, he's not really into the scary side right. of it, but more just it feels festive and dressing up in a costume and all that kind of stuff. I mean, he likes the like the jack-o'-lanterns and just all the stuff that goes along with it. But yeah, he's not really into the like the gory side of it. When like, he gets... does, does he see? Um, hold on, let me. I need to plug up before my computer does he see like um you know like the zombies or the skeleton like that type of imagery does it bother him does he like it no it doesn't really bother him he thinks it's all right um if it gets too like we've gone into some of those like halloween superstores yeah you have them down down in miami yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know they got those the crazy setups where you walk by and all of a sudden it jumps jumps. yeah yeah (laughs) yeah like when we would go in there, that would freak him out. Like, or there'd be certain ones where their heads would twist all the way around and kind of like from, right. the, from the the Shining or a zombie, or you know, yep. that, that would freak him out. He wouldn't he wouldn't like that. Um, he can take it to a he can take it to a certain point, but <laughs> whatever it gets too too intense, it's too much for him. What my daughter does it's that I think is I don't know if she got it from one of us, but, but I think she did it on her own but whenever it seems like something might be too scary in terms of like a halloween monster or something you know even me like we'll play we would play like in the house um like a zombie chase like i'll be a zombie chasing her i'll be a monster or i'll be a dinosaur or whatever yeah and if it gets scary for her and this goes across whether it's me doing it or she sees something that might she might be a little scared of she'll say uh nice zombie Mm. Is it a nice witch? Is it a nice? And I'll be like, yeah, it's a nice one. Okay. And then that to her like tells her, okay, it might look a little scary or might be, feel a little scary, but it's it's ultimately it's a nice zombie. It's a nice vampire. They're yeah. not they're not gonna hurt me. They just that's the way they look, you know. Yeah, he's um he's not been scared of skeletons, and I think also because from early on, you know, around Halloween time, he's been exposed to the the Dia de, de los Muertos, so um, right. So that's that's a that's a non-scary use of that imagery. So um, you know, it's not the exact same time, but it there's a correlation there. How how crazy it is that if you think about it, the Halloween and Dia de los Muertos and all the imagery is really just kind of really showing, like like teaching them about death. Yeah. yeah crazy yeah um but what i what i think i mean halloween i don't know I, I don't think it really goes there but dia de los muertos is more of like you know he's he's made the the altars um in the past oh, yeah. yeah yeah um because i mean he goes it's not really from my understanding you know talking to my wife like in el salvador that's not necessarily a thing it's more right. of a 
uh, at least here in California, it seems to come it's more from Mexican culture. Yeah, yeah, Cubans, we don't do yeah. that. But, you know, his, uh, so his school, he goes to uh, a dual language and is a Spanish immersion. And so a lot of uh, Mexican culture is infused um, there. So that's where that comes from. Um, but it's interesting that, yeah, it's, a, I mean, from early on, it's, it's, he learned about death, but it's more of from, okay, res- paying respect to those loved ones that passed. So, so it's not, so it's not he fully so understands not, what death is at mm-hmm, this point. Yeah. But it's, that's it. It's, it's over. It's a wrap. Yeah. And we had a, and we had a very close death in our family or early on uh, in his life um, right. with, with his grandma. Uh, so, um, you know, he was able to kind of see that all happen and then understand that from, from that perspective. It's tough, man. How, how do you deal with it as a, as a parent? Do you ever like go down the, the dark, you know, rabbits hole in your mind of starting to think about like, and we've talked about this on the show, yeah. but you know, your own mortality and then your kids. And I don't know, man, if I start to think about that stuff, it starts to get me a little crazy. Yeah. I think I just wonder, I don't think about it too much. I think I think about it more of just like, just wanting to make sure I help set them up somehow. Right. And yeah. You know, no, we're yeah. And we've talked about the life insurance and all that kind of stuff, but even just as the world feels like it gets crazier and, you know, I'm just thinking, I just think like, all right, you know, where, where's a, where's a good place to really live? Where should we buy something? It'd be nice to have just some kind of place that, that he knew he could always come back to no matter where he is in the world that would hopefully be safe. And um, that there's just some kind of safe haven for him. So I think more about the 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 safe haven part of it all, mm-hmm. not necessarily me not being there uh, or my wife not being there. It's more of just, you know, where could, how can we set up something for him so that whatever happens in this life, there's some kind of safety. And maybe, maybe that's not possible. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's not, you know, I, I guess that's my like aspiration. You know, it's like when you were younger, the aspiration is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be this producer or I'm going to, you know, have hits on the radio or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. Like those were the kind of younger aspirations. And now with the family, the aspiration is where's the best place to live that (laughs) that we all like that I can, you know, help create a safe haven for him down the road. Yeah, no, that's 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 legit. And, and, you know, as you've been talking right now. I've I've all, I'm on the same page with you. I've always thought like you know I want to make sure that financially you're setting them up properly, that you you know we do all these things you know whatever it is, if it's a college fund or some kind of fund yeah. for the kid. But while you were talking, I also was saying to myself, and this is obviously why we even do the show. The best thing that we could do to set them up is make sure that they're mentally and morally strong. Yeah. You know, and that they that they they are not that if anything, their leaders not being led. You know? Yeah, yeah, that they're not lacking being able to take control of a situation because who knows what the hell is this world's gonna be. Right. And that they have, you know, strong morals and principles that 
you know, they won't easily be swayed by whatever's cool or trending or popping and and that they won't succumb to, to, to peer pressure. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely something that we continually talk to him about is like, hey, you got to be you got to be a leader, not a follower. And it's not like you can tell your friends what to do or this is good to do, but you got to show by example. And if they want to, you know, you can't change people, but, but if you can just do your own thing and maybe, and, you know, help people be the best they can be without telling them what to do. So that's what we try to encourage him to do. It's going to be interesting. The, you know, the more that, uh, I guess friends have a stronghold on the kids and as they get older, but hopefully we can retain that, that level of, you know, him wanting to hang out with us and wanting to hear what we have to say and all that stuff. You you said you don't, you guys limit also uh, how much TV or like YouTube or does he, does your son do YouTube at all? Not anymore. Nah, he was, he was, um, when he was younger, probably like around your daughter's age, it was, you know, YouTube kids and those kind of, those kind of quick hits. Did he watch it a lot? Just like, did you, were you like purposely like trying to like be strict about that? Um, we were pretty loose with it. I wouldn't say it was like an, it definitely wasn't like an all day affair or anything like that. Right. Right. But a daily thing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was daily um because that's where we're at with it yeah it was it was daily i mean there were it's like it was like a time and place for it um i mean there'd be times definitely like um especially when it was younger and if my wife was traveling um what the hell happened there sorry man um if my wife was traveling and when it was younger and so that would help kind of ease the anxiety of him wondering where she was so there might be more times where that comes into play i mean it's still it's still one of those things where we have to um monitor i mean he has his shows that he likes to watch um so yeah screen time is a thing that but we're trying to put it more on him now making the decisions because there are times where we'll let him zone out a little bit more than normal and Mm -hmm. if he takes that opportunity then you know he might get off the screen and he'll say ah now i have a headache or i don't feel good or and that'll kind of freak him out um and so it's more of a conversation of all right if you're gonna watch something or play a game or whatever like what what kind of time do you think is good for you what's gonna you know is it a half an hour is it an hour is it what is it you should start making the decision and because you know how you feel afterwards all right. So trying to get him in more of the decision-making role in this stuff, as opposed to us dictating all the time, like, cause we'll tell him like, all right, you got 20 minutes and then 20 minutes will go by and he'll say, can I have, you know, then it's just constant interruption of like, okay, it's over. Can I do this? You know, but so yeah, trying to get him more into decision-making. Yeah. I mean, I brought that up because going back to the whole, you know, peer pressure and as they get older and you were saying, hoping that he'd want to hang out with you guys the same, you know, I, I feel conf- not conflict, maybe nervous that how much my daughter really likes to, to watch YouTube kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know, I feel that it's harmless right now, but I feel it's, 
creating that pattern and that that um what's the word i'm looking for i don't want to say addiction but no, it, i know what you're saying here's what sorry but just to just yeah. to make a quick point like because youtube kids and youtube in general to me the difference like she doesn't she knows very specifically that she doesn't want to watch regular cartoons mm. she wants to watch youtube and then a lot of these youtube videos are like regular people that are doing these videos yeah whether it's like craft stuff you know like arts and craft or some random dude that does like this thing with a puppet and it, to me that's already starting to create like this whole like social media uh what are they called uh, uh taste not tastemakers oh, influencer. um, influencers yeah and going into that world of who's cool on uh yeah who's got the most views or who's you know like and, and these people become like these celebrities and and i don't know i feel like that's opening that pandora's box yeah one thing that we noticed about that we had to control on the youtube side of things was that um it was affecting his attention span because you know they're sitting there with the the ipad and watching it and then you can easily just click through to something else like oh, okay i'm watching this for a few minutes i'm bored let me go to the next and it started being more of a scrolling thing than a than an actual sit and watch and so we we were nervous about that and just noticing like hey if you're going to watch something you got to watch it you're not going to just right. jump around for for all this time so that was something that we had to that we had to watch for like for me I mean, my daughter definitely likes the idea that she can control what she's watching. Yeah. But what I've noticed is as she's getting older, she's she's now uh, locking in a little bit longer into these videos before she might scroll through them quicker. Yeah. But I think it's because she didn't really understand what was going on in the videos. And so if it you know didn't catch her attention, she would just move on. But I've always been creeped out by seeing these like regular Joe Schmo people doing like adults doing these videos for kids like it always creeped me out and yeah the more and more i see it i'm like i don't know man it's just weird to me <laughs> yeah he was never really into that too much it was more of the cartoons he's yeah. he's either it's either like he would like the cartoons or if we're gonna watch something with real people then it would be like a real movie or a right or, you know something a little bit more adult yeah yeah yeah. Act, you're right real actors not yeah. like this middle-aged man <laughs> right doing. and the thing is, is that i've gotten used to them now like they're like a part of what she's watching yeah like you know and and some of them are you know are, are they're most of them are all pretty harmless it's just for me and where i come from it's weird but um the other thing too that's weird i don't know if you ever watched this if they were around when when your son was watching youtube kids early on but there's these videos I don't know if these people, they seem to be like either Russian or Ukrainian or from that side of the world doing a lot of these videos, but they do, they, they like do those songs of like, you ever heard like no papa, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and they do like the thing, but it's like, yo, it's crazy. Cause they, they, and they have their kids in it, but they're like, to me, it's teaching bad habits to the kids. Oh yeah. What's the one about the kid eating sugar? Yeah. Sugar. <laughs> and then they're, yeah. they're lying to their, to their parents yeah. and, and they're like, no, Papa. And then they're like eating like a cookie. And I'm yeah. like, there's one that's like an hour long. Like it's a long, they, they, they drag that song into like forever. Yeah. And me and my girl were like, and then what at the end, it, the kid finally gets sick 
and realizes it was a bad idea to lie to his parents. And then they put at the end, like, oh, you know, he learned his lesson. But I'm like, man, it, that kid would have to watch that whole video, which was probably like half an hour long. Yep. To get to the moral of the story. Right. You know, before that, they're just learning all bad, you know, habits. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was, he was he was on those for a little bit. You know, and, and these the, the, the same family that I that pops up on her thing. Then they they have like all these toys in the videos and you know all these things. And I'm like, it's crazy. I'm like, what is it teaching our daughter at the end? Like, oh, that's normal. Like, I need to have all of that stuff. That's that's what it, you know. That's a normal family. Yeah, I am kind of. Ha- I am happy that um, we don't. I guess watch broadcast. He does not watch him broadcast TV on, that has commercials and everything. So anything that mm-hmm. he's watching is Netflix or Hulu or, right. you know, those, those where the commercials are gone. Because then, like, if we go any kind of trips or anything, we're in the hotel and he watches something there. It's just like commercial after commercial of buy yeah. this, buy this. And he's he's hip to it now enough where he's like, he's annoyed by it. He's like, he's like, geez, they're really trying to sell these. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> sell these things aren't they so but i think from earlier you know that's what whatever that's what they try to get the kids early on they see them and like i gotta have these things yeah my my daughter's pretty hip to the commercials too even if it's something she likes she's like oh come on i want to watch my video but yeah. then i'm i i i kind of don't help because just because it's, she just sounds cute when she says certain things like there'll be a toy and i'll be like I want that. And she goes, yeah, I want that. Right. <laughs> I'm being, I'm, yeah, definitely not doing a good job. <laughs> and we get her all kinds of stuff. I told my girl, we got to stop buying stuff. My, my daughter's getting used to just getting all kinds of stuff all the time. Yeah. We scaled back on like the birthdays and stuff. At least he's at the age. And I think we talked about this before. At least he's at the age now where he's got more of like a couple key interests. So the stuff that we get him doesn't necessarily have to be toys anymore. It's more of like, all right, he's into basketball. You can get some, some, some cool basketball shoes or jerseys, um, skateboard gear, you know, like the, the DJ controller that, so that it's actually stuff that we'll use and, and it's not just sitting in cabinets now. We got to we, we got to do a major purge, man. Yeah, we got we we need to do one too. How's um his skating going? Oh, it's going great, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean the 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 his instructor has been great for him, just like showing him in because uh, he's interested in doing the tricks and the drop ins and all that. So right. he's been able to show him all this stuff. But then he goes and does it on his own uh, on the week, you know, we'll take him to skate parks around here or down other areas where he can just practice and do stuff. So, yeah, I mean, seeing him from where he started, I mean, he taught himself how to skate, just got him aboard and he was, you know, he learned the balance and to be able to move around on it, but then actually taking him once a week um, to this guy who's been great with him. Um, just like yo he, i mean he can do like a 10 foot drop in now and do all this kind of crazy wow. shit. yeah, yeah. Is, he, is he into the whole culture of skating is that something yeah. He, yeah. yeah yeah so you know he's uh he likes the gear um just the whole vibe of everything you teach him ever like you show him ever, any old like 
like skater videos. Yeah, we've like we've watched like the Dogtown old skaters. Yeah. yeah, we watched the Dogtown documentaries and nice and all that kind of stuff. And um, the one thing that he likes, well, oh, I was telling you about in Roblox, Vans did a you know they've got their own Roblox game called Vans World. So right. you know you can run around and skate on that and everything. So oh yeah, super dope, man. Yeah, yeah, he's into it. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to. I I want my daughter to get into it. Right now, she's just using a scooter, and but then I have the boards without you know without the wheels on them, and yeah, and I let her like practice you know just like getting on it and 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 on the carpet, and I show her what like an ollie looks like, and she tries to do it, and I I would think it would be super cool if one of my kids got into that. Yeah, I mean it was pretty. I, I think he just from where we live, we see you know he saw people skating around i thought it was cool and we just got him aboard one day and gave it to him and he just gravitated toward it so so you know and surfing too right yeah that yep. how's that two things that you would think it'd be scary to watch your kids trying to do it, it is scary <laughs> but it's also cool because like skating for example when he's doing these drop-ins, I mean, that's, I mean, that would scare the shit out of me just looking right. down at that. And like last weekend that we went to the skate park and there was this one, it's probably like, it's anywhere from a 12 foot to 10 foot drop-in. And it's been the one thing at this particular skate park that he hasn't been able to do at that because right. it's scary. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, no one's pressuring him to do it, but he wants to try to, do it and so he'll walk up look down and then he'll get nervous and you know freeze up and won't do it and then it's like he's taught you can just see him talking to himself and trying to get it going and he'll walk off and then he'll say all right i'm gonna go do it and walk back up you know so he'll just do this kind of song and dance with himself but it's cool to see him want to do something and then mentally overcome it and then he'll go and do it and then that just so he built. did it yeah yeah he did it and he fine, he didn't fine. wipe out nope he's oh. fine yeah because he's done other drop-ins that were you know close to being that height um this All one right. looked a little bit more menacing because the way it was built but it just it, it's a nice it's a nice proving ground for him to be like look you know i can ment you know you can ha- you can mentally overcome your fears um you just have to have the confidence in yourself and obviously have the skills but so that kind of stuff aside just you know aside from the skating but just that whole kind of building that mental strength i think has been has been great for him how is it is it ever intimidating when you go to the skate parks with all the other skaters and the older kids and 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 the people just going around who are all serious about skating yeah having you know this little kid in the mist like that, <laughs> yeah is that a little intimidating yeah sometimes i mean definitely when he was newer for you it. and him <laughs> yeah both both yeah. i mean i was i wasn't there but uh maybe about a couple months ago he had someone ram into him an older kid ram into him uh-huh. they both wiped out and i think the older kid was kind of a dickhead about it afterwards and you know but he brushed it off and and uh kept it moving but He's like, but he's learning the etiquette of it in terms of, all right, let me not clog up the lines here and, and that kind right. of, but it is still, it is still um, a little nerve wracking with any yeah, of this stuff. Your instinct is to want to protect your kids from any. 
I mean, even when he plays basketball, um, cause he, he has been playing with some older kids. Um, that's true. Uh, so he's been playing like with like 10 and 10 to 12 year olds in some of these scrimmages and games and they're much rougher and, you know, and you can see like when he first enters the game, his confidence level isn't there. So he's not getting the ball and all this and, you know, people are getting rough and then it'll take someone to piss him off and then he'll just like get into the zone and then he'll just go for it and start getting rough. And, um, but it's, again, it's that it's, these things are achievements for him. Like he's, he's, you know, he's nervous. So he's got to get over it and get into the moment and, and build the confidence up because he's got the skills. He just has to get the, the confidence and not be fearful. So these are all good things in, in that respect, whether or not he stays doing any of this stuff, who knows? Um, but I like what it's doing in terms of helping him with confidence and overcoming fear. True. Yeah. Yeah. No, it seems like it's, it's definitely the, the building blocks to, you know, and then the experiences that, that, that help you, you know, yeah. Build yeah. Character. And as a parent, like, I'm watching him or if he gets knocked down or, you know, I want to run over or I want to like, eh, I don't know about it, but, right. but also you got to practice for us to kind of sit back and see how it unfolds and let him do his thing. Yeah. I'm terrible, man. I'll run up to, to my, you know, my kids, if they fall, my daughter specifically right now, cause you know, she's more prone to doing things and I'll like baby her. Yeah. 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 And she knows it. Yeah. I mean, you got to do that also. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But, um, well, she, she's not skating yet, obviously, like I mentioned, but she just started a ballet class in her school. Oh, nice. Yeah, and she 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 only did one one day last week, and she loves it, though. She loves oh, that's to good. dance. So that's cool. Yeah, it's cool, um, to, it's cool to see when your kids start to get into stuff. Yeah, no, she's definitely, yeah, she's definitely getting into her stuff. And, and my son seems to be uh gravitating towards music at least right now he's showing yeah. you know signs that that he likes music like any any of the toys that are music related he, that's dope he'll go to and, and play and then he'll start to like jam you know yeah nice so, so that's interesting so hopefully you know he goes in that you know into that lane but uh yeah man being a parent man scary place it is i think we can end it on that note <laughs> <laughs> yeah Ended on a positive note, being scared. <laughs> All right, brother. All right, man. Talk later. Yes, sir. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child.